Welcome you tonight. What a blessing it is to share Christmas Eve with you and with these friends. Merry Christmas, everyone. Really good to be together. Um, we're on the eve of Christmas. Has anybody been counting down? Okay, good. We got some kids here. Uh, okay, our family's been counting down too, and we've got a couple of amazing Advent calendars in our home. Uh, I think we can get those up there. Uh, anybody do the Advent calendars? Those are great. I love that. That helps you kind of move towards Christmas. Uh, every morning, our kiddos wake up full of excitement to open up their Advent calendar. The first thing they do without fail, every single day when they wake up, they just can't wait to see what surprise awaits them. My son Hudson has the Universe Galaxy Advent calendar. That's pretty cool. And then he hangs the planets on his Christmas tree. And then Lydia has the the mini toy brands. But it's, it really is nice to get a little toy every single day to just help you get to that special day, Christmas morning. Uh, the kids were telling me they have a friend who got an advent calendar and uh, they just couldn't, they were struggling to open them up one day at a time. So they just opened up all 24 days all at once. You know, like, what are you going to do? Well, our message tonight is fear not. Christmas is here. Christ has come. What an amazing thing. Our church has been in a Christmas series over the past three weeks called Fear Not Christmas. And uh, this phrase, fear not, shows up four times in the account of the birth of Jesus in the Bible. Um, pretty much any time an angel shows up, right? Whether to Mary or Joseph, Zachariah, whoever it is, the message born from heaven to earth is fear not, do not be afraid. It's a little reminder that we're not alone, that everything's going to be okay, because Emmanuel has come. Emmanuel means God with us. Tonight we'll look at the fourth and final fear not, which was spoken by the angel to the shepherds on the night that Jesus was born. Uh, I really think our two shepherds here did an amazing job of showing the fear of the shepherds. Wow, the, the terror in their eyes was just perfect. So thank you, shepherds, you were amazing. But I think those shepherds were afraid that night when they saw the angel. Tonight we're going to hear the angel's message. And it's really more than a message, it's an invitation to a tangible joy and peace that God is offering to every one of us. Joy and peace is an invitation for you this Christmas. And you can find it in the presence of a child who was laid in a manger. Hear now the true story of Christmas. As I read it, it's told in Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 1. Story of Christmas. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee of Judea to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. 
While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were, what does it say? Terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Let's pray before we dive in. God, thank you for this moment to set aside the distractions of the day and the season and to remember that Christ is Lord. We thank you that Jesus came for us, that he took on our humanity. He knows what it's like to be human. And we thank you that Jesus came to be our Savior. And I pray tonight that this news would fill our heart with joy and peace. It's in your name we pray. Amen. So what can we see just in this brief meditation about uh, what we can learn about freedom from fear from this story of Christmas? First thing I see is that Christmas is for everyone. I love that. According to the angels, they brought good news of great joy for all people. For me and for you. The, the Christmas is intended for everyone. We're all invited. And think about the, these lavish Christmas parties in Hollywood. And uh, the most famous is the Kardashian-Jenner Christmas party. Now, I don't know really much about these Hollywood parties, but Celeb Celebration describes it this way. The famous family spares no expense on their annual Christmas extravaganza, which costs over $1 million. Anybody? Spending that this year on Christmas? No. Okay. They rent out an entire studio lot to host the event, decking the sound stages with real snow and extravagant decor. The party features catering from celebrity chefs. Appearances from Santa Claus riding a sleigh, photo ops, dancing a live band, and more. Anybody go to a party like that this year? No, no, me neither. Okay. Right? Who goes to parties like that? Rich people, famous people, A-list celebrities, not us ordinary common people. But isn't it amazing that when it comes to the Christmas story and God's going to make this huge announcement, a Savior has come, Christ the Lord, who are the very first ones to hear the big announcement? 
And you might think it would be somebody really important or somebody who's rich or somebody living in a palace, but I'm here to tell you today, it was none of those people. Who was it? The dudes taking care of the sheep, the shepherds. Come on. Verse 8. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them. Wow. And here's what I find crazy. Of all the people in the world to receive an angelic announcement of the birth of God's son, it's the shepherds. Why shepherds? Shepherds were normal people. And in those days, they did a pretty common job. They took care of sheep. Sheep are in the most danger at night, so these guys are out under the stars working the night shift. If you can relate, working the late nights. And the Bible tells us the angel appeared to them. God made sure that the very first people to hear the message of Christmas were ordinary people. And one of the things I love most about Jesus is that Jesus came for everyone. He came for ordinary people, the common, hardworking people of humanity. You don't have to be somebody special or be a certain age or have a certain amount of money or income. Just a man, a woman, a child, it doesn't matter. Jesus came for you. And there is room around the Christmas tree this year, whoever you are. Because Christmas is for everyone. And the beginning of a fear not Christmas is just knowing that you are invited. Christmas is for you. Number two, Christmas is an invitation to joy and peace. The angel appears to the shepherds. Looks what, look at what happens next in verse 9 as we continue. The glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. The birth of Jesus, first of all, what? It's good news for all people. Good news of great joy. I love that. And the joy is real. Where does the joy come from? The joy of Christmas, verse 11. The angels declare, today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. So where are we going to find this joy? According to the angel. Joy is found in the manger. Joy is in Jesus. Who is Jesus? I want to highlight two words for us on this Christmas Eve. The words Savior and Lord. Do you see that there? Savior and Lord. Jesus is Savior. He came to rescue us. And what did Jesus, why did he come? Why, what is he rescuing us from? He's rescuing us from a life that is separated from God because of our own ignorance, because of our pride, because of our disobedience, because of our sin. Jesus came to reconcile us to God through the forgiveness of sins, which he, in fact, accomplishes in his death and resurrection. 
And the same Jesus that saves us from our sin is the Jesus that that hears our prayers when we cry out for help. The same Jesus who is coming back again and he will save us by bringing justice to the, the earth and the end of evil. He's going to make all things right one day. That's our Savior. And Isaiah says, with joy we can draw from that well of salvation. Jesus is Savior. Number two, Jesus is Lord. The angel calls Jesus the Messiah, the Lord. Lord means Jesus is in charge. He is risen, exalted, seated on the throne of heaven as the glorious Son of God. All things in heaven and on earth, listen, are coming under the Lordship of Christ. He is the Lord. It's all coming under His Lordship. And all the prophecies of the Old Testament testify that Jesus is Israel's King and the world's true Lord. And the greatest joy on earth is just to know Christ and to honor him. God invites us to joy. Number two, he invites us to peace. Verse 13 and 14. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Jesus came to bring peace to people. Peace on whom his favor rests. And you might be here tonight, the craziness of this season, just wondering, is peace possible for me? And the answer is yes. This moment, this night, this baby, he came to bring you peace. Peace with God. And when he comes back, he's bringing peace on earth. He is our Prince of Peace, our Savior, our Lord, our joy, our salvation, our hope. What a wonderful, wonderful invitation. Christmas is an invitation to joy and peace. And you can find that tonight. Just like those shepherds by running to the manger, running to Christ. I like how the, the kids' song just reminded us that salvation isn't a matter of earning and deserving, but just believing and receiving and trusting in our Savior. Come to Christ. Christmas is an invitation right now to joy and peace. Brings us to the third point. That's right. You know it. Christmas is a time for response. Heard a great story. Uh, mom was explaining to her three-year-old daughter the meaning of Christmas. She's saying Christmas is the time when we celebrate the birth of Jesus. He came. He's born in a manger. He's the savior of our sins. And the girl said, I want to get Jesus a gift, a toy. She loved that. Well, I don't think Jesus needs a toy tonight. But he sure loves a heart that wants to respond. How do the shepherds respond Luke 2.15, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Now, the shepherds don't go to the manger in order to believe. They go because they believe. They're responding in faith. 
go to find the child. And what the shepherds see is exactly as the angels had predicted. Verse 16, so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Well, seeing the baby Jesus really filled these shepherds with wonder and excitement. Um, the, this event left a lasting impression upon their lives. Uh, they realized that they had just witnessed something that was incredibly extraordinary and their lives would never be the same. But do you notice how they responded? The response was one to spread the word. They go out telling everybody about Jesus. You got it. Let me tell you about this baby. They just wanted everybody to know about the joy and peace that they found in Christ in the manger. And maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, you might be spending time with somebody that doesn't know the joy and peace that we can find in the real Jesus who came for us. Let's be bold, just like those shepherds. Let's declare the good news of Jesus Christ. Proclaim it from the mountaintops. Another way they respond is, uh, I like this, it tells us when the shepherds returned, they returned glorifying and praising God. And that's just the language of worship. I am so glad that as part of your Christmas celebration, you've chosen to come and to worship. It's really cool. Worship matters. What we're doing tonight is awesome. Worship is the expression of, of a heart that wants to love and honor God. And so the shepherds just go out worshiping, declaring the praises of God. But then there's Mary. What's Mary doing? All the introverts in the room are going to love this. She's just treasuring and pondering these things in her heart. So whether you're an introvert or an extrovert tonight, I got a response for you. You can be the shepherds just chatting it up about how awesome Jesus is. Or you could just be like Mary. I'm just going to ponder this in my heart. <laughs> What's your response? <coughs> Christmas is a time for response. And the moment has come for a personal response from you and me to the birth of Jesus. What's that going to look like? For you. Maybe it's worshiping him tonight. As we close with the you know, lighting the candles and singing, let that be a moment of it, just an expression of adoration from the heart. Maybe that's your response. Maybe it's reading the Christmas story to your family in the morning. Or maybe it's deciding here and now that you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. I want to become a follower of Christ. I want to be a Christ follower, a Christian to begin a new relationship with God where all your sin is forgiven, to spend an eternity with him. Don't wait another day. So I invite you now to come trusting Christ, wherever you are, to experience the joy and peace that comes from the manger. So what do we learn tonight about a fear not Christmas? Just three simple things. Number one, Christmas is for everyone. It's for you. It's for me. Christmas is an invitation to joy and peace. Soak that up tonight. Take that in. And number three, Christmas is a time for response. So let's do that right now as we pray. God, 
Thank you for moments like this where we get to pause and remember the meaning of this wonderful season that we call Christmas. Thank you that Jesus came to save us. Thank you in, that in Jesus there is a new relationship with God. We don't have to live in darkness anymore, but he came as a bright and shining light. So I pray tonight that each person in this room will just know that they're not alone. Help them to know that everything is okay because of Emmanuel, because of God with us. Help us to experience the joy and peace in knowing and worshiping our Savior and Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.